Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be my thoughts on the Division 2 private beta uh, and the experience that I had with it. I'm going to do another talk about their endgame because their private beta did have endgame experiences. So that will be in a separate video. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live. I might be live right now. Come on in, twitch.tv slash say no to rage. If I'm not live, click the follow button. That's a free and easy way to support what I do. Uh, We have these discussions and these back and forth all the time. So the Division 2 beta, I think, was a really important one that I was interested in playing because there were so many changes that they were looking to implement at a ground level just with what the game looks like. We're not in a snowy city any longer or in the more sprawling dc area it's not so dense with the buildings and the and the very very high skyscrapers it has a little bit more of a spread out feel uh the denseness is there but the graphical change is one of the first things i think you'll probably notice when you first step foot in this i want to break this into sections i want to talk about the feel of the game then map and systems and then lastly i want to talk about concerns that i do have i do want to say before i get into this i enjoyed my time in this beta There is something naturally addictive for me as a looter, fan of looter shooters. There's something about Division that does just kind of pull me in. I want to clear the map. I want to do the things. I want to get the loot. And they've added some really good things I'm going to touch on that really makes me want to play the game, okay? So if you hear me being critical or worried in this video, keep in mind, I enjoyed myself and plan on getting the game But there is pieces of this game that are still, I think, either not fully fleshed out or some things I think they would want to completely and utterly change. So let's just talk about the feel, okay, first. I think the shooting and the faster TTK and the movement all felt really, really good. Like, I immediately enjoyed the fact that I was killing people faster. I've always loved the movement in Division. I thought the movement and the cover-based mechanics was very enjoyable. It gets a little... There was times where it got clunky and wonky. I don't know if that was server-side. They were having frame rate issues and performance issues in the game that I was told the official Division 2 Twitch account came in and warned me and said, hey, how you doing? Hope you enjoy it. Just be warned. Some server issues are causing things to feel kind of funky. I've always enjoyed the the feel of the cover based and the movement mechanics and it didn't feel any any different here i I thought i always thought division one felt really good division one fell off the rails for me once i got into the end game i loved the game all the way up until you know i was kind of max level filling and upgrading my base of operations was really enjoyable the abilities though as far as the feel of the game i felt the abilities were very very inconsequential they were weak they barely showed up their refresh rates were terrible they were difficult to use the turret the auto turret was ridiculously strong but the sniper turret didn't seem to work all that well the drone was very clunky arduous hard to use hard to line up seemed to respond very very slow to my inputs and was very challenging to use the seeker mine that jumped up into the air missed almost every single time I don't know if this was an AI issue they always seemed to sort of vacate the area before it got there same thing with the drone so in my experience the abilities were so inconsequential and frustrating i kind of stopped using them and that's a concern that i do have i'll touch on that later but as far as the feel of the game goes abilities were not where i wanted them they were not pronounced enough now the gunplay and the fast ttk the faster ttk time to kill the enemies the time to kill on the enemies was so fast that 
I kind of overlooked that. I was like, well, it's not that big of a deal. Everybody's dying pretty fast. But that was a thing that I sort of noticed that abilities felt like a, a completed under waste. Now, I could have had abilities that weren't as good. Maybe they're better outside the baby beta. Maybe they'll get better with time. Or again, maybe there's other abilities that just naturally know you're going to lean towards like the Swarm and some of the other ones that you're not going to really want to be using ones from Div 1. You're going to kind of retire those quickly. I don't know. That's a possibility. Now, the loot and the UI was very, very crisp. I loved going in and out of my loot. My The UI was so fast and so crisp. Really, really enjoyed that aspect of it. That was so much better than Div 1. I was told uh, by the, the Div 2 uh, account, the Division 2, uh, the official Division account that was in chat, they completely overhauled the UI, and from the bottom to the top, they rebuilt the whole thing. So the UI is significantly better. And I think that's a real important piece of a game like this. You never want to loot-based game to be frustrating just to check on loot or change things. And I always felt like Division 1 was mega clunky and slow it would cause game crashes too if you kind of went too fast that was always super super irritating the game overall to me felt crisp it felt crisp and the the clunkiness and the sometimes getting stuck on stuff and weird input and things like that did seem like it possibly was related to server side issues because there were times where nothing would happen and other times where it felt really really bad the only other thing I'm going to talk about the feeling which would be like the damage reception again sometimes feel like it kind of comes out of nowhere and is super super fast you go from being very very healthy to having absolutely nothing I'm going to talk about that a little bit more when we talk about the end game in another video now let's talk secondly about the map and the systems I immediately loved the investment paths that were clear for you to pursue. The settlements that had different missions and investments and assignments for you to do, which then benefited that settlement, which then benefited you and your base of operations. I love that being tied together. I enjoyed going in the settlement, grabbing everything, going out and doing it. There's public events, there's things that can happen around the settlement, there's side missions, those side missions lead to different rewards and blueprints within that settlement, and then if you do enough, the appearance of that base changes, and then if you do enough, one of those people from it goes back to your base of operations and it gives you an in-game advantage. That... That interwoven system, I really enjoyed, it made me feel like I was investing in the world, And it gave me that motivation to, I'm going to kind of plant my flag here for a little bit and really dig in with the, with that, with that, that first initial settlement that we were engaging with. It was very fluid. The, the, it was a little overwhelming at first. When I got to the first settlement, I was like, this is going to overwhelm people because there's literally a tutorial screen popping up for every freaking thing you're doing. This is what you get for helping this person. This is what you get for investing in this technology or these missions or that. It was a little overwhelming. You are drinking a little bit from a fire hose at the beginning of the game because they're trying to just really kind of get you in that lane. But as soon as I got done with that initial sort of like buffet shoved in my face it was like okay now I get it this is what I need to do I do these things I go back to the settlement there's a really really good rhythm here I actually really liked the events that were around the area that were random with the turning off the propaganda and defending the machine. That was fun. I really liked when you would take over the, I don't know what they're called. I guess we'll call them strongholds. You basically take over a base from the enemy and then there is a room with tons of loot in it. That was super, super satisfying. I hope
hope there are tons of those on the map. I loved doing that. Obviously, I'm assuming they would get harder with time or depending on the areas that you go at. They're called control points. Thank you. The control points were one of my favorite events to just do on the map. You'd see them. And again, this is that map clearing addiction that I have. Whenever I play games like Far Cry or Assassin's Creed, I see that map and I want to clear it. I want to claim everything for mine. I want to get all the crap off it that's not supposed to be there. That's satisfying for me. If it's satisfying for you, I think this game's got a really good system of sort of setting those incentives out before you and you get rewarded accordingly for, you know, doing the control points. And then there's the question marks for kind of the random events. It was all tied together. It was varied. It didn't feel, even though I had done a couple of the events a a couple of times, they felt a little bit different because of the landscape where the enemies came from. I especially enjoyed the fact that you you could decide to do different strategies for different events depending on the layout. So attacking a control point felt quite a bit different than defending the radio station. And then sometimes defending the radio station was a little bit more challenging. Other times it was a little bit easier just depending on where it tried to funnel the enemy. And I enjoyed that variety. When it comes to a content loop, we have to admit things will start to feel very samey and I think that that's okay I think when things start to feel samey that just means you're in the loop you've kind of gotten into the end game clearing the map initially will probably take a significant amount of time and leveling up and getting your base of operations up and running so those are those are all the, the impressions about the game and what I did in clearing the map and looting up and gearing up and how good it felt guns felt good there's you know there's the crafting there's the, there's the looting aspect there's boxes and stuff everywhere very very good first impression and it was it was set up in a way that I think to someone that likes to play the looties and the shooties I think this game is going to kind of give you that that feeling of excitement and things to go do as long as if, if the if the cover based the combat it doesn't interest you or if you're coming off of anthem and you're like where are my abilities I, I understand where you're coming from and that's going to inform some of my concerns here I do have concerns about this game's receptability beyond the division crowd that's not necessarily a problem but it is something to think about they have done a lot that makes that core division crowd happy I wonder if they could have done more to appeal to the broader audience as well as make their game feel a lot a whole lot more fun for starters Feeling like Division 1 isn't a negative. I think a lot of people lose sight of the fact that it's a sequel and it needs to feel like Division 1 or you're going to have a lot of folks saying this doesn't feel like Division, what am I even playing? I think that's good to a point. I do think it reached it reached, a, it reached sections where I felt like I was back in Division 1 where as soon as you make it difficult, I'm in cover 90% of the time and not able to do anything but sort of pepper the enemy with bullets. I'm getting instantly shot as soon as I peek out. And that really kind of brought back a lot of the bad memories of Division 1 for me. This is why I've continued to say being in cover 90% of the time, abilities hardly ever coming around and being very non-inconsequential, they're very inconsequential, I think that hurts variety and combat and fun. It also hurts choice. When we got into the end game of Div 1 and it was like, stand here, put down the healing thing and just slowly chisel everything down, that was not something that I enjoyed. And when I play in this game, and I get the impression that as things get harder, that's primarily what you're going to do. I grow concerned about the fun factor going way, way down. Again, I think the hardcore division fans don't mind that as much, but I think they could have been more 
they could have hit a broader audience here and I just think from the from the identity of the game it'd be very easy to lean into what I've been saying which is a 50-50 split between your gun usage and your ability usage if you think about the fact that you have two guns you can be in cover you can move in cover you can hurdle you have two abilities you have grenades and then you eventually have an ultimate all those things that I just listed Okay, that's a lot of variety, that's a lot of choice that gets whittled down into hide and shoot, hide and shoot. And so I would encourage them to turn the dials up on the presence of things that are not hiding and that are not just hiding and shooting. I would say turn those dials way up. Make it easy to replenish grenades. Make your abilities come back a lot faster. People are going to say, well, Lono, you can kit yourself for that. I think the foundation of the game, before you start kitting yourself and building your, your gear sets, I think the foundation of the game should be one where we are... The division. We are agents that have special tech that doesn't just sort of complement our, our our cover base shooting like very interspersed salt and pepper condiments. It should be part and parcel to the experience because I really think that is what would make this game to stand out from just being sort of the, the bullet sponge shooty shoots that we were so used to from the first game. So that is sort of my my thoughts on the beta, and that's kind of where a lot of my, my concerns sort of land. And I'm going to do another video on the end game. I'm going to play this game when it launches, and I hope I hope the abilities are more prominent, more powerful, and are more influential, so that that way I can feel like I'm not just constantly stuck in cover. Because I do think the world, what it looks like and what it feels like, is very appealing. But I don't want the gameplay to get neutered down into. being crouched because that's where I think the game really starts to lose its appeal and its allure. So we're going to transition to question and answer. If you're here live right now, you can submit those questions. If you're watching on YouTube, listening in the other podcast locations, I appreciate you listening and watching all of my content. Come in live and partake or please like, share, and subscribe.